Hey, welcome, welcome to, to the Adlerian Love Podcast. Podcast. I'm Hey Love. You all may know me from Do We're Married, our blog that we ran together from 2016 to 2020. But if you stick around long enough, you'll get the upcoming details and information for my new live podcast experience, namely titled Hey Love. And you might catch me on your TV screen or hear one of my awesome marketing campaigns on your airwaves or even maybe see me live in the mix. Y'all show auntie's favorite DJ, DJ Tracy Trees. And welcome to that Larian Love podcast. Aptly named after the book that we read, The Courage to Be Disliked by Fukutame Koga and Ichiro Kasimi. Fumatake, but Fumatake. We'll what did I say? Fukutame. Fukutame. You just make up all type of stuff, baby. Y'all, it's on the podcast. It's everything. on the post and no. I said Fumatake, Fukutame. All right, Fumatake. So we read this book, The Curse to Be Disliked, and it blew up our whole lives. Like, we started to look at everything from ourselves individually to our marriage to just who we are as people and how we wanted our lives to be. And and it changed everything, to be completely honest. Like, we've been married for four and a half years, if y'all have been following our story, the do we're married story and how we fell in love kind of thing. And, I mean, we always get such good feedback of, oh, my God, we love y'all. Y'all so awesome, this and this and that. But the actual day-to-day of it was getting really kind of muddy and confusing. It's almost like that trendier thing. We be how how hard is it to become one person, right? Yeah. So um, we actually read this book together in quarantine, brought it to us. So we thank the universe for bringing that to us. But once we read this book together, everything just got lighter because it basically challenges you to become a better person so that you can offer a better version of yourself to your partner every single day. And that's the only thing that it's about. It's that simple. Yeah. It's based on individual psychology and not that we're going to be super academic or psychological or anything like that. In this podcast, we're literally just going to be talking about how this book and the Adlerian principles has helped change us and shape us into better people, better spouses, better friends, just the best versions of ourselves that we can be. So we invite you all into that conversation we invite you all into our home. Yes, we're in the living room right now, just so y'all know. Yeah, we are chilling. I got my feet up. Y'all can't see it, but yeah. I'm chilling out. But I'm just really excited for this project. I think this book is a book that everyone needs to read. It's Adlerian psychology or principles. They aren't as um, popular in They're Western rejected culture. in the Western world actually because people don't like hearing about themselves y'all to be honest if you're gonna read this book or listen to this book an audio book we suggest you get a library card and do that yes you know support your local library but also you gotta humble yourself and there was times when we were reading the book she was a little bit ahead of me and i would pause it and i would just come in the room and be like you know what i was tripping (laughs) and to be that authentic and to say that you know I'm not perfect, and I, if anybody knows me personally, you know that I think I'm the greatest thing ever because that's all I have. You know what she I mean? She thinks she's the best thing next to sliced bread. Best thing smoking. I'm like, how could she not love this? Everybody would love this, y'all. Nobody would love a lot of the stuff that I'm serving, <laughs> to be completely honest. Or was. Was. Historically, sir. Historically. So, I mean, it's really about showing up better, and I, what I want to say is that I've made – leaps and bounds we've made leaps and bounds of change in weeks 
not months, not years, and our marriage has been better ever since. And our we're friendship has been better. We're having conversations that we weren't having before. Um, in the beginning, I was not as vocal or expressive about things that were hurting my feelings or getting on my nerves or just rubbing me the wrong way. And I was kind of like an imploding, ticking time bomb. It was just like, boom, until something was like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. But now I'd be like, sleep on it, sis. Sleep on it, sis. Y'all, she loves this statement. I'm going to hashtag that because sometimes you just need to sleep on it, sis. You are right. You are all right. And if it's still bothering you in the morning, make your peace. Go on. Tap your spouse on the shoulder and say, hey, can we talk about what happened yesterday? Or can I have this conversation with you about how I'm feeling? It's so easy and it takes out all of the stress and the anxiety and the doubts and the Oh, my God, how is she going to respond? It's not my business to know how she's going to respond. And that's one of the things that the book talks about, separation of tasks. That was the number one thing that we took, like, and really immediately began to implement because I would be walking around with all of this pressure and all of this, oh, hey, you can't tell her that you're upset in this way or you're hurt in this fashion or you're pissed off about X, Y, and Z because she's about to go on stage and perform or she's about to do this or she's going through this right now. Okay, and I'm going through this right now. I had to validate my feelings and my experience and be courageous enough to speak my truth and to let her know how I was feeling because it was never going to get any better unless you knew. Yeah, truthfully. And two, you know, if I don't know a lot of different things, I can't get better. And I always, you know, I want to get better. We want to make it better, things Mm -hmm. better. So, and also, too, to adversely talk about your point, she's talking about sleep on it, sis. With me, it helped me to be quiet, sis, because here's what I, every time I feel something, I used to call myself a philosopher, okay? If I feel something, it's about to be out here, which manifests as me being a hothead, you know? If my feelings are hurt, I'm about to be like, you don't know how I feel. Why? We, you can't feel what I'm feeling. You know, all of that is just, it, it's toned down a whole lot because she's not going to feel what I'm going to feel. Her life experience is completely independent from my experience. You know, I'm lucky enough and fortunate enough to be her passenger on her journey. And she's my passenger on my journey. Shotgun. <laughs> Shotgun. So that's how we just riding together in this. And it's mm-hmm. it's not her job to, to understand how I'm feeling and doing all these different things. She can empathize and she can hear me out, but it takes that pressure off of, you need to just over, and I'm sitting here listening to her in arguments, and I ain't even really listening because I'm just formulating my argument and doing all of this stuff back, and that's completely silly at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. It's completely <laughs> silly at this point, and I'm telling you, I really have toned it all down just based off of this because it helps me to process my feelings a lot better and to to know that I'm not alone but I'm also alone in this. You know what I mean? She's not having the same kind of experience. So I really need to work extra hard to communicate how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling and what's going on in my life. So I'm grateful. Okay. I want to say that. I want to say that on here. I'm grateful. Very grateful. Very appreciative. Um, And it's kind of like one of those moments. Will Smith's video from, I want to say a couple years ago went viral with him talking about how the best thing that him and Jada, okay. Now in, in light of recent events, 
you know, it is what it is. Take it with a grain of salt. But I love that. I loved everything saying, about that. He was saying that he is not in charge of Jada's happiness. She's not in charge of his happiness. His job isn't to make her happy. Her job isn't to make him happy. And everybody's like, oh, this is so great. Woo up the bam. Couple goals. Oh, wow. And one, when it came out, I said, everybody is backing this and they're loving this and they're commenting on they're sharing it. But nobody's living this life. Nobody wants to live their life because it's uncomfortable. When you're upset and you're sad or you're down, you're depressed, what have you, and you get an attitude with your partner, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, situationship, whatever you're in, because they're not giving you the attention that you feel like you need, or they're not asking you what's wrong, or they didn't bring you home nothing from them going out to the store, or I know they see me up in here. I know they hear me slamming doors. I know they hear me stomping. They gonna come up in here. No! They don't got nothing to do with me, because... Even if I came and tried to help you, if you were in a state of mind that you did not want to be helped, nothing that I can say, nothing that I can do, nothing that I can bring to you is going to help you. It's going to alter your mood truly. Only you can do that. Only you are powerful enough to be like, I'm sad today. Okay, I went through it. I processed it. I did what I needed to do. And now I'm out of it. I'm feeling great. I've had so much practice in use doing that since reading the book or listening to the book. There's days where I'll just really want to hang out with Trace. Like she best friend, best friend, just want to hang out with her. And when I tell y'all sis be working and I'll be like, Hey baby, are we going to take a long lunch today? And she'll be like, yes, I'm so excited. Now man, y'all, we get up about seven o'clock in the morning. We get, we have a puppy. His name is Brody. So we're up at seven o'clock in the morning. So this is about seven 37, 35, you know, the day's still young. You're still bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Honey, by the time lunch rolls around, homegirl got five meetings. Two of them is in person, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic. Ain't nobody supposed to be outside. Sis got to be somewhere at one and four. Oh, no, baby, I'm not going to be able to take that long lunch with you. I ain't even going to be able to eat no lunch. You think you can pack me up something to go? I am hurt. I'm sad. I'm down. But then now... I immediately began to do things to give myself joy, to fill my cup back up because I've been looking forward to this since 730 in this morning. So now that it's it's noon or it's one and I'm like, oh, dang, we're not hanging out like extensively or period. I know right then and there. OK, girl, you need to watch you an Adam Sandler movie. You need to watch. You need to watch The Office. It's my favorite show. You need to. Cook something that you love. Drink something that you love. Play with Brody. Occupy yourself with things that make you happy. Listen to your own book. Jam out to your favorite music, your favorite song. Scream, sing. I have that on my to-do list today for self-care. Scream, sing, one of my favorite songs. Because I know that I am sad. And I'm not telling myself, oh, no, you can't be sad. No, I can be sad. I sit in it. And she just walks back and forth. And she does, hey, babe, I'm so sorry I can't you know, have lunch with you or have an extended lunch with you, but we'll hang out later tonight or we'll hang out tomorrow or, you know, she's not making it better. She's acknowledging it, you know, for her part that she can't, she can't help that she can't, you know, have the extensive or extended lunch that we were planning. But that, that helps that, you know, I'm not the only one that's feeling sad about not spending time together, extra time together, but it stops there. She doesn't come and try to bribe me with a delicious treat, which, I mean, I would not be offended, but 
you know, it's just it's just mine sitting. And sometimes I'm like, ooh, it's taking me a little longer to come out of this. Ooh, I'm going to have to eat two Hershey bars today. Mm. Well, sometimes it's just like that. Yeah. And adversely, you know, not making myself feel bad for having to work because, you know, th- there would be previously, there would be that guilt. You know, it's like now my whole day, I'm like, let me hurry up and get through this. Let me hurry up and get through this. And the book also talks about being present in the moment right now because the future doesn't exist. The past is in the past, so it doesn't even matter anymore. So, you know, I would try to cut meat in short and do all of this, do all of that. And then at the end of it, be like, you should be grateful. You should. I've cut my (laughs) meeting short for you, you know, and like throwing that out there. And that's really just because I feel bad because I would have to you know, cut things short. And I do work a whole lot. Everybody see me, they be like, Tree's got five jobs. I do got five jobs, you know what I mean? Most of them because, you know, I am a job. I don't work a job. I am a job, you know, I have Help to throw that Lord. out there. But anyway, no, I do be busy during the day, so things will come up and then I get thrown in left field and I got to go cut a commercial or do something like that. And um, now it is it is really refreshing to, to have that outlet of you know her not being like oh my god you told me you had to work you're letting me down even though I know she feels that way she doesn't prosecute me in the moment for it yeah so that helps so then when I come back I'm a way better version of me I'm light I'm airy I'm like oh let me knock this stuff out so I can get home to hang out with my wife which is ultimately all I want to do right it's like we're like more present and so when we do hang out with each other it's quality time and that was a big thing because one of my love languages is quality time so when we wouldn't hang out or we would miss dates or she would be busy or I would have something that popped up it I was sad I was sad because that's one of the main ways that I would connect with her with you know people that I love people that I want to be around so now we have date nights every week so Tuesdays, Tuesday. those are date nights. We don't have anything scheduled past 6 p.m. Brody is in bed by like 8. Do not disturb, okay? So we if you call us calls, on Tuesday. Nothing. We're just hanging out. And sometimes we don't even plan anything. We're like, what we want to do for date night? I don't know. You want to play some cards? You want to play this? You want to play speed? You want to do karaoke? Speed. Yeah. yeah. Or like, play the game. It's so much more intentional. It, it's so much more fun and beneficial. It's the shit's just awesome. Yeah, and I had a really, really busy day today. Today's a Monday for all of y'all who are watching this. And I'm looking forward to date night tomorrow because, I mean, I'm going to work my butt off tomorrow. I got so much stuff to do on my to-do list. It's like 17 items in my on my Dang. virtual to-do list. It's nuts tomorrow. But I promise you, I'm turning it off <laughs> and we going to hang out. Yes, she is. Now, that's one thing I don't play about now. I will let you work. But everybody in her office know Tuesdays is date night. Tuesdays is date night. Everybody on the internet know Tuesdays is date night. Starts at 6. I like to get that little buffer hour because sometimes she'll work till 5.30. One time she worked all the way up to like 5.59. And when I tell you, <laughs> my feet start to get heavy, Lord. It just start to get heavy. I was about to stomp like Kirk Franklin. Okay, Girl, I was about you to stomp. I worked till 7 today. I had a she call till not, 7. She bet not had a work. At six oh one, if she was still in her office, and we would have had a conversation and accountability conversation because we are making time for the things that we want to make time for, and 
you you don't want to make time for me and for us. Oh no, honey, not on date night. Y'all, you don't get to treat me bad. She on her baby. It's, it didn't happen. I know. It didn't happen. Don't I'm create. Don't cre- I know. Don't create the don't scenario create in your narrative. head, girl. You create it. She All right. Did it. We giving away the podcast, y'all. So you get the gist of, of yes. basically what it's gonna be like. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And Spotify. And Spotify. I thought, uh, how did I forget Spotify? And that's my stuff. And that's, yeah, that's our that's favorite, platform. favorite platform. Anyway, episodes drop every Thursday, and you'll get a marriage mini on Mondays. And we're actually going to do a marriage mini today right so that you all can see what it's like and to kind of come up with stuff that maybe y'all want to see us do or, you know, hear us talk about, get our perspectives on. Send us some questions, y'all. We need some DM questions. Take our marriage mini jar to cute India. Jar. I'm still it's decorating so it, so by the second episode, y'all see something completely different. What? I thought you was done. It looks great, baby. Well, I think I want to add picture? lace to it. Yeah, you can pick because uh, I put a lot of topics in. She'll know. I hope it ain't nothing heavy, Lord. Be something easy. All right. I hope it's activities so you can get your butt up. Ooh, girl. One-sided family issues. Oh, oh, wow. One-sided family issues, y'all. Y'all can see that right there. Oh, wow. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So my opinion um, on one-sided family issues, I think they're very hard. Mm, okay, not hard. I think they are a challenging situation, very sensitive situation that you need to be intentional about where you're coming from and where you're wanting to go because it's really easy to misconstrue things or to project and put assumptions on something especially if it's the other person's side now if it's your side you are immediately defensive or you can be immediately defensive um judgmental whether that's less judgmental or more judgmental on your partner I think it's just a really you got to tread lightly with that and be really intentional that that's my take on one-sided family issues Okay, and uh, my take is with one-sided family issues specifically, you have to listen more than you talk. You got to listen more than you talk, only because you don't have the same uh, family background. You know, me and India grew up six, seven blocks away from each other, and our families are complete two different worlds. You would never even believe they was from the same city. So um, with these kind of situations, especially if it's in your family, you need to listen more than you talk, only because... You know, you really need to listen to how your partner's communicating and, and, and expressing, you know, how comfortable they are with certain situations and uh, vice versa. So I think in order to be as impactful as possible, when someone is experiencing a family issue that's any not anything like yours, you need to just listen more than you talk. Absolutely. And know that your opinion or your solution to it may not be the best solution to the issue. Um yeah or even the final verdict i mean you have to understand that some things you you uh can give your two cents on and it not go be the the final verdict is not in your favor and that sometimes happens actually a lot of times in marriage you know you don't really find a compromise it's just one-sided for a little while and then you work your way into uh a mutual understanding but what do y'all think let us know in the comments let us know how you dealing with your one-sided family issues or if that's what's holding you back from a relationship or your past experience with uh, one-sided family issues. You got anything else to add, baby? Nope. That just brings me to our social media. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook, The Adlerian Podcast, The Adlerian Girl, Love. Girl, The Adlerian Love. I'm going to drop it. Podcast. It's going to be low. It's going to be low.
and Adlerian is A-D-L-E-R-I-A-N, the Adlerian Love Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We can't wait to begin this journey with you all. Thanks for rocking with us forever, y'all. And we'll see y'all soon on Thursdays. Peace out. We out.